The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to In It Together with Lori Lynn Green. You can live life on your terms at home, work, play, and in the community. Join Lori and industry leaders as they share practical insights with you so you can reach your goals and enjoy your life. Here's your host, Lori Lynn Green. Welcome to the show. We're so glad that you're listening in today. We are very excited. When I say we, I'm talking about myself and my good friend, Lynn Nato. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. And we are here to hopefully discuss something about vision boards. Um, I met this our guest uh, a f- little while ago. He had come on my local radio show called In It Together as well. And we have a mutual friend that uh, highly recommended him to me. I said I was looking for somebody who uh, understood a little understood a little bit about life, who was lighthearted, had a, knew how to have a good time, but also knew how to talk about issues that were important to people. And I guess he spends, he spends his time reaching out to others, helping them become the best version of themselves. And uh, some have said he's memorable, he's real. I know him as a speaker and an author. Uh, and on his website, he's known as the Motivational Firewood Guy. And his name is, and I'd love to welcome you, Steve Gamblin. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lori. Hello, Lynn. Great to be here with you both. Good morning. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. So, um... Off, right off the bat, Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and, and specifically, who's the motivational firewood guy? That's a title that came to me early on in my speaking career. I am a former radio personality. I was in the, on the radio for about a decade, a uh, former stand-up comedian, and I've been on a personal development journey of my own for about the last 26 years, journaling, reading all the information from all the greats. And when I started as a speaker about 11 years ago, it was actually about the lowest point of my life. In a short window of time, I managed to, through some not very well thought out decisions, uh, quit my radio career, get a divorce, and wind up $65,000 in debt at age 35 with nowhere to live to call my own. So I pretty much blew Mm -hmm. it all up. And as I started to go over things and decide how I wanted to make my life better, I took a lot of notes as to what worked and what didn't work, and it kind of became the little pieces of things that helped me put it back together. There was no one speaker or one strategy. So when I became a speaker, I decided to share as many little ideas Mm -hmm. on a regular basis as possible, and they just kind of it, it morphed into becoming Motivational Firewood was the name I gave it one day. And somebody once came up to me after an event and said, oh, you're that Motivational Firewood guy. And... I just like the way that sounds, so I trademarked it. Yeah, and I, I just want to, you know, I've just recently understood really what that kind of means, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, but your story is like so many people, okay? We listen to, we try to come out of a hole by, you know, reading positive 
psychology books, listening to motivational speakers, even going to, you know, conferences and things to say, because they promise you that they can change your life. And then after several times, you realize they actually can't change your life. It's really, they can give you a piece. And and I think that's what the firewood is. It's that you just give pieces like nuggets to help people at least to have something to take away to help them in their journey a little bit better. Exactly. It's, it's putting out information every day. I mean, part of my mission, I have to, and this is a self-imposed rule, I have to create something and share it every single day, whether it's a picture, a video, a radio show, an article, a new quote, something every mm-hmm. single day. And if it resonates with somebody, meaning they want something better in their lives, they've got that little, that little, little tiny spark. And when you give them something they can add it to and maybe point them in the right direction, spark plus material equals fire, there we go. That's the right. picture right there. So you have guest appeared on you know, a variety of radio programs around the world and mm-hmm. even you know, talking about areas of business and coaching and wellness. Uh, and are you asked about vision boarding often? We touch upon it quite often because it's a tool that help me put my life back together. So now I teach it to others. But this is going to be probably the most in-depth I've gone so far in a radio interview. So I appreciate you reaching out. Well, I I think it's valid. Um, You know that I do a mastermind group once a week. I've been doing it for a couple of years. And um, one of the one of the things we did recently was thinking, hey, how would we we would love to get a jump on 2016 and be all set up before the holidays so right out of the gate we already know what we're doing where most people are probably worrying through the holidays wondering what they're going to be doing next Uh, and then the new year comes like everybody else they set a new year's resolution that quickly fizzles out and they fail <laughs> I'm sure Those you can are about relate. The worst things you can do because so many of them are just broad brush. People say, "I want to feel better. I want to be happy. I want more money." Well, right, and, and so broad brushes don't inspire you enough, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and so one of the things we did um, was it last couple of weeks at the group was we talked about where we want to go and how we want to set ourselves up for success when the new year hits and not be, like, behind the game like everybody else. So, you know, we did some assessments. Everybody got to evaluate where they were. And then the topic came up, we want to make vision boards. And immediately your name came to mind. I said, well, we need to get Steve Gamblin then. Uh, I've, you know, I've heard some great feedback from you and other people um, regarding it who say things like... um, they said that we felt Steve's vision board experience would be a strong kickoff at our leader, at our leadership retreat. They say, was it ever? Our vision boards have become a constant source of conversation and energy at our office. And so oh, you I actually, love that, and I I yeah. so appreciate those words because you know people always they'll they'll ask, oh, are you a great speaker? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if I can have that kind of effect on. Uh, an individual or even a company full of individuals, mm-hmm. that is off the charts for me. I am so honored to be a part of an experience like that. You know, and, that, and that's what I've, I've found as I get to know you more and more. I mean, we've, we've been recent friends this year, but as I've gotten to know you more and more, 
Um, I have I have noticed that about you that uh, you really are a humble guy. You you have human regard for everyone that I see you come in contact with. Even even the lost, you know, you have that beach bud beach bum philanthropy uh, that you do. It's kind of as a as a joke, but you you know I remember inviting you on the show one day, and I told you that um, one of the owners of the homeless cafe were going to be here, and it 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 was just normal for you to come in and bring care packages for her. You know, and she didn't know you were going to do that. I didn't know you were going to do that. But I think that's just the kind of guy you are. In a great and, little surprise, I have a bunch more sitting in my sunroom right now for them because I know they have an event coming up. Yeah. We and I some hope generous you... people over the last couple of weeks uh, that I believe heard the radio show. Mm-hmm. And they kind of reached out with some resources. And, yeah, we have a bunch more ready to go for them. I'm probably going to deliver them this week. I'm excited about that. You know, I hope you get to come to the event. I'll be emceeing that event here locally. And, um, you know, I think it's a good opportunity to find out what's happening. But regardless, regardless of that, um, you know, we talk about the firewood nuggets that you help to advance people with. You know, you're just trying to give a piece. And one of your quotes is, A dream you have had many years ago could be happening right now if you believed in yourself a little bit more. Mm. That one came out of a conversation with a friend who has been telling me for years and years she wants to write a book. She's got this great story in her. She has never put pen to paper. And it it, it kind of came out very near how how it appeared in that final version. You know, you'd have been done by now if you just believed in yourself. If, if you believed you could actually do it, you would have done it. Um, so many people are out there dying with their song in them, and there's this a great right. quote about that. Uh, the richest place in the world being the graveyard, because so many people take their dreams to their deathbed, and, and it's sad. And, and the, biggest, the biggest thing holding people back, I believe, is their confidence in themselves, or the belief that it will actually have value for somebody. That and, you know, sometimes they, they just don't know how to do it and they, they don't know what they need or they feel like they're lacking something, but really they're not. Um, I feel like everybody has mostly everything they need. It's really just having some courage. But and this is why I like the idea of the vision board, because it mm. puts your dreams out. It puts your dreams out in front of you in a way that you can look at it. And remember what you're trying to live for, what you're trying to do, who you want to be, um, and putting a deadline on it. You know, I, I love the idea of making a vision board once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when you're going to actually be coming to our mastermind group on Friday and you're going to be sharing with us how to, how to, you know, even the attitude and the mindset to be in, um, to be doing the vision board so you can be in touch with your authentic self, you know, and pull that out. So what is it that you, you know, how do you do that? The biggest thing to start, and you touched on one of the most important words, the word is attitude. Mm-hmm. You have to go into every day being willing to be open to opportunity and to finding the good. I mean, we're surrounded by bad news. If you can go out there and find the good, and the mm-hmm. most important word in the English language for me is why. Not only right. what do you want, Why do you want it? Because if you have a a compelling enough reason why that you really want something or want to feel a certain way or want to have something or know someone, 
The why is the one that's going to actually get you off your butt enough to make it happen. So it's right. not just the wish list. You may as well, if, if all you want is material things and you don't even know why, you may as well just write a letter that starts off saying, Dear Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that's what it comes down to is are we being real about what it is we want or are we just, yeah. it's, you know, and, and I'm not one to shoot the word around a realistic. I don't like realistic. Um, more like authentic is probably more the case. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's where you're coming from. People be realistic and they go, well, that's a little too much, so I'm not going to even bother. Oh, my gosh. If everybody did that, the history books would be full of blank pages because nobody would be crazy enough to go out and invent new stuff or, or explore new areas or, or create new things out of nothing. I mean, there are teenagers creating medical and scientific uh, products and, and formulas that are changing the world right now because nobody told them they couldn't, or if they did, they just didn't listen. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. Because I, I believe that, you know, that is a, a learned thing. Feeling like you can't do something is learned. Because mm-hmm. we're born believing we can do things until people oh, yeah. tell us we can't. <laughs> well, we're born believing that we can jump off the couch with a, with a towel tied around our neck and we can fly. Hey, that's true. <laughs> yeah, until that's somebody true. told us we couldn't do it, then we still believed it. Those are dream stealers, I think. They can be, and sometimes they're people that they, they just don't want to see you get hurt, but you know, what better way to learn than get a couple scars along the way? I've, I've got plenty of them. I'm going to sit on my front porch when I'm 90 years old, rocking in my chair, smiling a mile wide, because I'm covered with scars because I wasn't afraid to try. Even if I failed, at least I learned something. Well, don't you think that fear of failure is really one of the reasons people do fail? It's the, well, the thing that they or, or looking foolish in front of other people or, or being the vulnerable one. I think that's, that's one of my favorite words is, is vulnerability. If you got yeah, that, you can, you can overcome just about everything. And the, and the older you get, vulnerable. the older you get, the more you don't really care about those things as much. Yeah, I wish I'd learned that 20 years ago. I'll be 48 in February, and mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to look foolish in front of the whole world right now. And Obviously, we're on the radio. for help. Because they're afraid to look foolish or afraid to look like they don't know something. I, I reach right out. Hey, I don't know how to do this. Does anybody else? Great. Yeah. Then I'll learn something. Well, you know, that's, that is the whole concept of being in it together is we don't have it all. And, and that's why, you know, what you do is, is so valuable. Um, you know, I know this is just one aspect of what you do, the vision boarding. Uh, is, I read it. It's called the vision board experience, I guess, right? <laughs> yes. Yep. Which is not the same as just just throwing together a vision board. Because I had my idea of how I thought I would do it, and then I'm thinking, yeah, I think I think Steve has he's on to something because this is more than just throw something together because you can the fastest way. No, it's really being thoughtful about it and and knowing what it is you exactly want, and um, so narrowing that down and. You know, I, I hope we get to we get to get into that a little bit more as we move into the next segment about how the how the process of that is different than maybe you might imagine. Um, let's see. So we got we got about a, another minute or so in this segment. I guess my timing was off when I told you the break times. That's quite all right. Um, but why don't you tell them right off the bat? You know how they can get in touch with you anyway. What sure. your website is. Yep, it's one 
one-stop shop for, for every way to get in touch with me and to see all my stuff. It's stevegamlin.com, which is G-A-M-L-I-N. The articles are there, videos, radio interviews, uh, my radio shows, who I am and why I do this, it's all there. Yep, and if, we, and if you want to find out your reason why, you might want to tune back in um, to hear how he goes through, you know, he helps professionals and personal people set their goals personally and professionally so they can decide what they want, know what it looks like, and get it to work for them. So uh, how is it that you do help them do that, by the way? <laughs> we do a lot of digging. The first, the first thing that goes into your hands is not a pair of scissors and a glue stick. It's, uh, it's more of a shovel <laughs> disguised as a pen. Mm-hmm. We, we do a lot of digging to find out where people are at, where they want to be, not only stuff they want, but how they want to feel, who they want to be as a person. That's so important because material things don't make us. You know, I know millionaires who are miserable, and I know dirt broke people who are some of the happiest people I know. It, it's not stuff. It's, it's a lot of feeling. It's a lot of engagement as to how much of a participant you are in your own life and how connected you are to it. Uh, I'm more engaged now at 47 years old than I've ever been. I'm also happier, more in love, uh, more successful in my definition of the word successful than ever before because I started actually seeing a full picture of what I wanted my life to look like, feel like, sound like, smell like, everything. And and that's it. It's it's having that assessment. You kind of have to go through that time of assessment of of realizing what's really important to you and what you want. Yeah, and you have to Um, be brutally willing to be brutally honest with yourself. And not everybody is. All right. Well, hopefully you'll take us through that when we come back. Uh, We have to take a a quick break here. Um, But thank you so much, Steve, for for joining us on the show today. And we'll be back right after this with more about vision boarding. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 
This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to In It Together with Lori Lynn Green. Call during our live broadcast with questions or comments at our toll-free number, 1-866-472-5788. Or email Lori anytime at info at laurielynngreen.com. Here's your host, Lori Lynn Green. Welcome back to In It Together. We've been listening to Steve Gamlin, the motivational firewood guy, um, talk a little bit about his background. And um, we, we touched a little bit on vision boarding, but we're going to get into that a little bit more. Now, Steve, your website says that you share duplicatable steps to success reminding people they have more power to create than they believe. So how important is believing? Believing is everything because it's the glue that holds everything together. And we, so many people wake up New Year's Day and they say, okay, this is the year I'm going to make it all happen and all of these things. And, and what they fail to do is remind themselves that they can actually do it. They may see somebody else living a life they'd like to live but they may not believe it themselves. And the sad part is uh, where that goes is, is things like gym memberships. Right. That's why they offer you that, uh, a way to pay the entire year in advance. They know you're not going to be there beyond January 21st. Right. And this is why we don't give... Oh, go ahead. Because oh, we don't see the results quickly enough, and then we don't believe we can actually do it. And, and it's sad because... Uh, you know, I liken this journey to, to one of the old wooden roller coasters. And we, there's still a few of them left, and I absolutely love them for this reason. What you want is the top of that first hill. Now, on January 1st, you are at the bottom of the hill getting into that car slowly, and you have to go click, 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 click a thousand times. And you have to believe you can make it to the top of that hill because that's where, once you go over the top, if you believed in yourself long enough to get there, the momentum of everything you did and everything you believed in will carry you the whole rest of the way. That's and not a, that's enough a, people are willing to stay in that car to reach the top of the hill. That's definitely a concept that most people don't understand is the, the momentum aspect of believing. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's believing one little thing at a time and consistently continuing to to believe and take a step and believe and take a step that builds that momentum. Yeah. I mean, in the case of health, getting overweight didn't happen overnight. You didn't wake up one morning and go, oh, geez, what happened? It took a long (laughs) time. Now, it's going to take a long time to get rid of that excess weight, and I'm carrying about 20 pounds more than I should. You have to just think every day, click. You have to believe, okay, today I'm going to make healthier, better food choices. I'm going to at least get up and move a little and get my heart pumping, but it's the people that give up and they just sit. And in wintertime is tough. It gets dark early now. Mm-hmm. And, and that darkness creeps into a lot of people's hearts, minds, and souls and, and tells them, you know, maybe you can't do it. Maybe it's too cold. Maybe you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. Maybe you don't deserve it. You need to believe 
when you create this board or create your goals that you are the person who's going to get there. And you understand that it takes a lot of little steps to make it happen. Because how, how would we appreciate it if everything we wished for we just got? And that's boring. Two words come to mind, spoiled and brat. <laughs> who don't appreciate things. You know, they, they're given everything in the world they want. The minute they want it, instant gratification. How much do we appreciate it? You know, that is a huge key, having an appreciation. Um, We were talking this morning on the local show about, um, you know, being fully present in the moment and really appreciating what we have. And um, that's really where the value of life comes from. You know, when I think about, you know, my vision board, you know, this isn't something you just say all of a sudden you grab a magazine and then you can just stick a bunch of pictures on. No, this is something that you want to be thinking about. Carefully, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be emotionally connected to every picture that you put on this board. And I'm, I'm almost oh. done. I've, I've actually got to launch it very quickly uh, with a vision board personal study strategy version. And there are 10 modules. You don't even start gathering pictures until module 7. Wow. Because you have to evaluate where your life is now and not just... Materially, we're talking your emotional well-being. How comfortable are you in your own head with your own life? Uh, physical health, your connection with other people. You know, if you're locking yourself away from the world and you wish you could be more outgoing, you know, are you connected on a personal level? And it doesn't mean how many friends you have on Facebook. Are you connecting on a human level with enough people every day? Uh, your career, your finances, of course, are important because they have to fund everything else. Spiritually and ethically, where are you in your life? Are you living it in a way that you're comfortable with your life's rule of thumb? I mean, my my personal mission is leave every situation better than you found it. That means you have to act with integrity every single day. Right. You have to live by your value system. Otherwise, it's. I always say that when you don't live your values, you know, it's like the worst lie, the one that you make to yourself. Yeah. The world's watching me every single day, and I'm not even Mm -hmm. famous yet. Right. There's always someone watching. And I agree. If I, and I say this when, I, when I'm at speaking events. If I'm here for an hour or two hours talking with you about positivity and how I live my life, and you go to the window to wave as I walk out the building, I let the door slam on an old person, uh, I throw some trash on the ground, I spit on the sidewalk, I open my car door, ding the door next to me, and when I pull out, you realize I've been in a handicapped parking spot the last two hours? Mm. What does that say about me? So integrity and character, those are very important traits to have as well. So you have to evaluate Um, where you are with all these things. And then the second part is, where would you like to be? How much more work do you have to do uh, in each area? Maybe you have to pull back on one. Some people are so social that they're out in the clubs every night meeting people. But their credit card and their finances are going in the toilet. Mm -hmm. So you have to decide, and, and so many people use the word balance between And I prefer the definition by Tony Shea. He's the CEO of Zappos. It's not balance between all these things. It's the integration of. Right. right. Personal career, et cetera. They all have to work together. You can't be one person eight hours a day, sleeping eight hours a day, and then another person the other eight hours a day. It's the same person. Right, no matter where you are. Yeah, it's where you are, it's who you're with, and it's what's most important in that moment. Agreed. So, um, 
you know, it's interesting that you have to you bring that into play because I think a lot of people think, okay, let's just go make a vision board. And maybe there are people listening who know exactly where they are and where they're going, mm-hmm. and that's and that's wonderful. But there are people probably listening who don't know where do I start when I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, and um, that was me 11 years ago. My first, I, I made two vision boards the first time out because I wanted so much stuff. I still have them, and I laugh at them because none of it represented who I really was. I just, I was broke in every sense of the word, emotionally, physically, mentally, financially, everything at the mm-hmm. time. And I just put up a bunch of stuff thinking it was going to make me happy. And after two weeks, I realized this isn't even juicing me anymore. And I had to start from nothing with mm-hmm. what I think are the four most important tools you can have on your journey. Even if you burn it when you're done, I encourage people, sit down shut off everything electronic and the four most important tools in the world, pen, paper, heart, mind. You go just brutally honest. And don't beat yourself up. Just give an assessment. If if I were to come along and examine my own life right now, what kind of score would I give it? What do I see? What do I feel about it? Where Where do I wish it could be? Who are my heroes who already have the life I want to have and how can I ask them or at least learn from them how they did it? Because I'm just a regular, everyday, blue-collar guy doing this journey. And I, and I hope, and my goal is to never, ever lose that sensibility and that level of integrity. But get, be gut-level honest with where you are right now and then where you want to be. And then go study the people who've already done it. Ask them how they did it, because truly successful people will leave clues. That's absolutely true. You know, and as a, as a coach myself, I this is where the bridge comes in for me, where I help people bridge that gap, because there are a lot of people who have an identity crisis. They don't really know who they are. Mm-hmm. They've spent most of their lives institutionalized through the school systems. Everybody's always told them what to do, what to think, what to believe, and they've forgotten how to think for themselves, and they've lost themselves in the midst of it. Yeah, and that's and, sad because it is true. Yeah, and it's really sad. So uh, I kind of, um, what, I, what I like to do is, is the two things I tell people all the time is there's nothing wrong with you and you have everything you already need. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it kind of gives them permission to be who they are without permission and without apology. Mm-hmm. And, and they've I never really had that. that. Even, as, even as a speaker and an author, I say, look, what I say and how I say it may not be for you, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You're great, and you're ready for something amazing to happen for you. Don't ever stop trying to find who that is and how to get there just because maybe one speaker or author didn't have the exact formula for you. There's a billion of us out there. There is no one formula for success. If there was, I'd be charging a heck of a lot more money. Mm-hmm. And, and, now <laughs> and I'd be the only book on the shelf. <laughs> right, right. And there's definitely a value in reading the success of other people's lives. I mean, you're yeah. always going to pull something out of it. Yeah. But the one thing we're not trying to do is we're not trying to be anyone else. We want to be ourselves and learn from their successes, but how it applies to us. Yeah. Yeah, just be the best version of you that's ever existed. When I started as a speaker, I was trying to be a little bit of Tony Robbins and a little bit of these other people. And then I thought, well, there already is a Tony Robbins. There already is a Jack Canfield, who, who by the way, is my 
ultimate idol hero as a speaker, Jack mm-hmm. Canfield. And I'm going to get to meet him in a couple of weeks, which, again, he's been on my vision board for years. Women inspiring women. How did you get into that? <laughs> I, it's funny because Leslie Sturgeon, who is the head of Women Inspiring Women, we've run into each other now and then, and you know, she has always said, I like the way you speak. I like your message. I like your style. You're very sensitive. You're very real and, and everything. Mm-hmm. She said, someday I'm going to have you speak at one of my events. And I said, well, here's how you can introduce me. Steve is as warm, caring, loving, vulnerable, and funny as you can possibly be and still be born a dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like and a great introduction. That's just, we've kicked that energy back and forth. Now, for this will be my third of the last four years being a vendor at the event. And this year, I thought to myself, I had a notation, okay, contact Leslie, see if there is, uh, you know, the pricing has been set so we can make sure we can fit it in the budget and clear our schedule. And all of a sudden, the day after comes the email from Leslie. Jack Canfield is this year's featured guest. Now, Jack has been on my vision board <laughs> That's for awesome. years. And I thought, I just, I always look at my board and I smile and I go, because you're there, like I have chicken soup for the soul on the board, which is, he was one of the co-creators. Because that was there, I, I was aware of the opportunity to be there, cleared out my schedule with my agent and said, do not book me for anything this day. I'm going to get to meet one of my heroes that day. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. What a cool story. I mean, you know, life, the best things in life happen when you're not expecting it. <laughs> well, in the pathways, if, if you know where you're going, it's kind of like programming something into a GPS. If you know exactly where you want to go, a path will show itself, and you'll consciously be aware every day of the direction you're going in. But if you're just drifting... Absolutely. You're kind of going to get up. It's almost like pedaling a stationary bike every day. You're going to work real hard. You're going to be busy. You might not get anywhere. But when you know the desired outcome, I used to refer to vision boards as a wall-mounted GPS for the rest of my life. Uh, It's actually, it's a great tool because, you know, like you said before, busyness does not mean success. It doesn't mean we're moving forward in the direction that we want to go. No, I've wasted a ton of time in my life. I, I still waste. I still waste time every day. I honestly do. I on things that don't matter or aren't helping me get closer, uh, you know, to one of my desired outcomes. That's why I'm looking at my vision board while we're doing this interview, <laughs> because I know this interview is going to get me one step closer toward one of my goals on my vision board. And when you put that just tiny bit of pressure on yourself every day, you only have to do one thing to get one step closer to one picture. It makes your life a lot easier. It's less overwhelming that way. Hey, Steve, did you listen to my local show when I talked about my new one-step program? (laughs) No, I missed that one. Oh, okay. Well, it was a couple weeks ago. I talked about my one-step program. It's just do the next thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much easier. Right, to-do list. They go, oh, here's all the things I have to do, to-do, to-do, to-do. And they're never happy. Right. So I, I created my own little notepad. It's called Cool Stuff Happening. Oh, I love that. And it starts off with three symbols. The first one is a smile. Who's, whose life can I make better today with one little thing? And the next one is, um, it's, it's a dollar sign. How can I create value for myself and others? Mm-hmm. And then the other one is a heart. What kindness can I do today for free? Now, once I do all three of those, I can do anything else the rest of the day. I can get to my tasks 
but I've got to put that emotional value into my day every single day. And I found out that when I plan those first, the tasks get much easier and much less scary. And you wake up with a purpose. You already know, you already have an idea of what your framework looks like that you're going to work yeah. in. And uh, boy, there's so many people that don't even have that, that they get up anxious because they don't know. <laughs> and they go to bed at night freaking out over the next day. Yeah, that's not And that not does not help you sleep well, believe me. It's, you, you think it's tough enough going to sleep right after watching The Walking Dead. Imagine not having purpose in your life and you wake up scared. Mm. So that's what Steve and I hope to do is help you find more purpose. Uh, we'll come back uh, in about 30 seconds. we got a break here. So, um, you know, Steve, I'm going to end on one of the quotes that I read on your site. It says that if you don't make the ripples happen, the pond will never know you are here. Hmm. One of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of mine too. So we'll be back right after this, and Steve will begin to tell us how we can make the ripples happen in our life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show. The Sharon Kleiner Hour. Health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective. Your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. On the morning of August 5, 1962, the world awoke to the shocking news that Marilyn Monroe, one of the biggest icons in Hollywood history, had been found dead. What really happened that night? Join Nina Bosky as she seeks to uncover both the life and tragic death of Marilyn Monroe and what keeps her so popular over 50 years later. Good Night Marilyn Radio, live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Hospitality News Network for a look inside the travel, hotel, restaurant, and hospitality industry. Host Stephen Nicole and his guests will teach you everything you've wanted to know about this fascinating industry. Who knows? You might just want to change your own career path. At the very least, you might end up being a preferred customer. The Hospitality News Network is broadcast live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to In It Together with Lori Lynn Green. Call during our live broadcast with questions or comments at our toll-free number, 1-866-472-5788, or email Lori anytime at info at laurilynngreen.com. Here's your host, Lori Lynn Green. Welcome back. We are so glad that you're still listening in. We've been talking to the wonderful Steve Gamlin. A little bit more than we anticipated. We are talking about vision boards, but what's more important is getting down to the root of what's important to you. 
and having the right attitude, you know, learning how to emotionally connect with the things that you're trying to accomplish before you get down and do the vision board. You know, as Steve was saying, you know, he's been going through a course himself and, you know, it takes a long time before you actually get to the point where you make the vision boards because there's a lot of work before that, you know, uh, knowing who you really are, knowing where you want to go, having the right attitude, those kind of things. So with that, uh, I want to invite Steve to come back in and begin to tell us uh, how to get started with the vision boards, what we're going to need so that maybe maybe if you're listening like me, and this is a question for myself personally, and I'm going to say, Steve, I want to get started before the holidays to, to start my 2016 year off right. And I want to know what would your advice be to me as far as getting on track before then so that I'm not one of those people, the first of the new year making a resolution and two weeks later already jumping ship. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a pretty common thing. And I, I spent a good part of my life doing it that way. The fourth quarter of any year is actually the greatest place to start because so many people, uh, if, if maybe they, they went beyond that two weeks, uh, maybe they got through halfway through the year, you know, Memorial Day, Fourth of July. Usually by Labor Day, people start to really kind of broad brush whether or not the year was a success or a failure. And if it wasn't as successful as they wanted, some people just kind of give up and they coast. They say, well, okay, January's coming, New Year's, next year is going to be the year. And they just kind of coast. And I, in there, there's a gift. Because I encourage people to take a very honest, vulnerable look at themselves in their life. Was this year as successful as I wanted it to be? Yes or no? If not, where did it come up short? And then you start saying, okay, what can I do next year to not repeat this year? And then as you dig, and like we're talking about with the pen, paper, the heart, and the mind, you start to formulate where you want to be why you want to be there, the resources and actions you're going to need to get there, the skills you might need to learn. People, you have to be vulnerable, vulnerable enough to reach out and ask for help. Think you know, I the like that picture. I like that part where you said the skills that you need to learn. Now, a few years ago, I started my practice, you know, and one of the things on that as I was developing, uh, you know, a mind map or a vision board, uh, was where was it that I wanted to be and when did I want to be there? Mm. And so I began to think very, very thoughtfully and carefully about um, the people around me, who, who was in my life, the resources I would have, and then what I absolutely knew I did not know and had to learn. And so uh, I started to immerse myself in reading things that I knew were going to be beneficial at one point, I, I knew that I was going to have a podcast, which eventually I totally skipped the podcast and went right to a radio show because like you, <laughs> like you said, like you said, Steve, exactly what happened was I was so sure in what I was doing that when it appeared, when the opportunity appeared, I knew that it was better than the vision usually ends up coming out better than you anticipated because it appears and you're ready for it because you've already done the work. Right. Right, and it's it can it can still be scary. Yeah, it was. Because you're thinking, oh, <laughs> you know, my podcast. I'm just in my basement talking to my laptop, and it's not scary. Now, I'm on, now you're on worldwide on the radio, mm-hmm. and we're having the time of our lives. We are. 
<laughs> and and it really does come down to just like you said before, we're not afraid to be make mistakes. We're being completely real and honest and you know, and I think it's refreshing. It's okay to be transparent. Anything you want to talk about and ask me, I'll probably talk about it. Yeah. It's not that's yeah, a pretty we rare about thing. That off the air before we came on. You asked, is there anything I shouldn't ask you? Nope. I appreciate you asking that. But no, fire away because my life is this vivid collection of pictures and if I get a few scars on the way to achieving those pictures, A, I've learned it. It wasn't handed to me. I made a mistake. I got scars. I learned it, which means I appreciate it more. Right. So that which doesn't kill me gives me a great story to share on stage. That's how I view my (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know, I I love that because I always think about uh, I'm not afraid to make mistakes or do something wrong. You know, I was we were laughing at me this morning on the regular show because uh, one of the things about me that I am very aware of is that I move fast. I'm one of those people, I, when I'm walking with a group, I always have to slow down to wait for people. If I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm texting a message to someone, I'm, I, I do it really fast, but then they get it and it comes in a different language or I say, it ends up saying something that has, makes no sense whatsoever. So, I mean, being able to identify the areas that you have a tendency that aren't so good is probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and, and those things like that, too. And we, we keep talking about how vision boards are just are, are pictures. There are also words in there, too, and I encourage people. Think of the words, the emotions, the, the descriptive terms that describe the type of life you want to live. Mm-hmm. Like on mine, I have the word love. I have the word inspired. I have the word... Balance, which on my next board is going to re- be replaced by integration. Mm. Uh, I've got two, right. the two most important words on here. Generous giving, because so much of mm-hmm. my mission is giving back. Every, you know, 10 cents of every dollar I earn goes to a nonprofit within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. That has been the greatest decision of my speaking career because it oh my helps me to meet the most amazing people. I, I, I sweetly... It is. We have we have kindred hearts in that way. I I give away time and and stuff every single day to people. Um, I don't look at if they can afford something, but I look at the heart if they're willing and if they're desiring to to do better in their life. And that's all I need. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> yeah, know, and I'm the same exact way. If I know it is a dedicated audience that is going to do something with what I say. Mm-hmm. I'm all over it. I help as best I can. But if you just need somebody to be living and breathing, fogging up a mirror because you have 18 minutes to fill, Mm -hmm. I don't take those anymore. Right. You know, so I I actually made a vision board a couple years ago. And some of the things that, you know, I did it two years in a row. And and each year, not only did I reach every goal, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, One of the cool things that I had put on on, uh, my vision board was it was a picture I drew. I actually drew the picture of me sitting on my front deck quietly where I would have my quiet time to reflect, to pray, to meditate on what's important, uh, to get a clear picture for the day. It's, it's a routine that I like to wake up in the morning and have a, you know, that quiet time, you know, to stop and smell the roses, to be present in a moment, to, to be able to pull things together. And that's something that will probably be on every one of my vision boards every year. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've got a very similar one. As you're saying that, I'm smiling because on my vision board right in front of me, I had an hour to kill between meetings. This was about six or seven years ago, and I was out by the seacoast. So I went over to Hampton Beach, and I had a little blanket in my car. I took off my shoes, rolled up my, my jeans, unbuttoned my shirt, and I'm sitting on a blanket with a water bottle and my laptop thinking, this is my dream office. Mm. Because I was doing a business call from the beach in the waves, you could hear them. And the person I was talking with finally asked, what's that noise in the background? I said, well, I'm at the beach. That's the ocean. He goes, no, something else. And I looked over and I said, oh, there's a couple of seagulls fighting over a French fry. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm sweating in this hot, steamy office. I wish I could be at the beach. And a couple happened to be walking by and I asked them if they would take my picture. And they, they thought I was a little weird. And then I explained to them why. It is one of the greatest pictures ever taken uh, of, of me, one of my favorites of myself, because I'm not a big fan of having my picture taken. But this oh. one has so much joy and peace and freedom in it mm-hmm. that my dream office is the beach. And I've shot so many videos of sunrises at the beach since then. Mm. It all goes back to that one picture that makes me say, okay, when I'm frustrated, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, where do I go? I go to the beach, or at least I look at this picture, mm-hmm. and I sit, and I'm just quiet for 30 seconds, and I'm there. You know, that this is a great picture of what you're talking about as far as connecting emotionally instead of just stuffing a bunch of pictures on a vision board, but making sure you connect emotionally to it. I can so relate to what you're saying. Uh, it's hard for people to understand, I think, sometimes that we really get one life and we actually can live it on our terms. As a matter of fact, we are living our life the way we want to, whether we admit it or not. We are. And, and as so many speakers say, we get what we, we don't always get what we wish for. We get what we expect of ourselves. Wow, that's a, that's a heavy thing to think about because it is. then if our life right now isn't what we want, we really are the only ones to blame. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And yeah. so many people walk around, uh, you know, and, and we're taught. We're, we're so entitled now. Oh, my gosh. Everything that goes that's not perfect in our life is someone else's fault. And so many people aren't willing to get off their own butts and do something about it. Now, does that mean every day above ground is a great day when you have a vision board? No. Right. Or when you're a motivational speaker? No. But we, we have so much more power over our own lives. And one of the biggest decisions we can make is who are we going to spend our time with? That's right. Are they going to be advantageous to us in getting closer to our vision? Or are they the ones saying, why do you want that? You can't do that. You've, you've wanted that before and you failed. Or what do you think? The worst one, and I hear this, people tell me their family and friends say this. What do you think? You're better than us now? Mm-hmm. Because you want this thing. And I speak to a lot of adult learning classes. And, and so many people nod their heads when I ask that one. I said, we have you know, family and friends and loved ones telling us that our vision is bad because they think we're going to think we're better than them. Yeah, well, actually, the that's... The person better than is who I was yesterday. That's, yeah, that's, that's the... It. It's the furthest thing from the truth, you know. Uh, there are... I've heard people say, well, you're just a dreamer, and, and that's, it's meant as an insult, but then I'm thinking, thank you, you know, because... Know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for noticing. I, I love being called a dreamer. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad word. I, I think it's an important one, but like you were saying before, 
we need to understand that we can take responsibility for our own life, and that's that's not a, a negative connotation. People always think res- I have to be responsible is a negative thing. When reality is being responsible is is thinking what is this life we get to live, not this one that we have to live, and yeah. we're choosing it. Yeah. I mean, We're one of my biggest it. goals, and I've said this for years, on, on my 50th birthday, which is very scary, just over two years away, I want to have $3 million in the bank because I want to give the Make-A-Wish Foundation a million dollars. I've written the check. I've dated the check. Nice. Uh, they've offered to hold the check. I said, uh, no, because <laughs> if you cash it, I don't even know what, want to know what the overdraft fee is on a million dollars. <laughs> but there's a picture on my vision board of me holding $228 in my hand. And people often ask, well, that's not $3 million. No, it's not. So many people say they want a lot of money. They get a picture of a bank vault loaded with cash, millions and millions of dollars, and that's what they put on there. The reason I have my hand holding $228 on my board is that was after I published my first book, self-published my first book. Mm Mm-hmm at a speaking event that I arranged, delivering a speech that I wrote, selling books that I wrote and published, it's sitting in my car, my hand, holding my money, taking it with my camera. That means more to me. The emotional connection to that is huge because all I have to do is write more books, be in front of more people, be authentic in my journey, and that will happen. Just reach more people. Amazing. And on that note, Steve, we've got about 30 seconds left. Just give people your contact information again. We're so glad that you joined us today. Oh, my pleasure. It's super easy. SteveGamlin.com, G-A-M-L-I-N. Yep. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in today. We'll wrap it up. Thank you for joining us today. In It Together with Lori Lynn Green airs every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be sure to tune in next week and remember, we're in it together.